Hey, hey, Lurid listeners, welcome back to the Kiss Me Quicks Erotica Podcast. This is Rose Carraway, and I've got another Dreamtime episode here for you and me. Big Daddy, of course, is out slaying more dragons, and so, um, you know, I'm going to keep us occupied while he is away. Uh, I feel like maybe before I get started reading this dream that I should... Perhaps, maybe this is an unfounded apology, but I feel like I should apologize if you are suffering from superhero fatigue. Uh, maybe this dream is not for you. Um, I too suffer from <laughs> superhero fatigue. I'm so tired of all these superhero TV shows and movies coming out. I I would like something new, something different, but it seems like superheroes are here to stay. And, uh, you know, and I can't even catch a break in my dreams. <laughs> and to be fair, uh, this is not me actually complaining. I love superheroes. They are always a good time for me. I love imagining being one. I love imagining being with one or more. And that's kind of what this dream focuses on. So without further ado, let's get started. Let me open up my journal. And this one. Ah, here we go. Okay. I'm calling this one Batman is Dead. Here we go. This is a dream that I had on August 24th. 2023. Batman is dead, so I'm hosting a fundraiser on American Idol. Superman, Thor, and Aquaman are the judges. The theme is purple. People from all over the world are competing, but I'm the real deal. I'm the cat's meow as it were. Competitors are doing routines from their favorite Batman movies. Nobody knows that the super judges watching them are also the real deal. But I know, because I can smell it on them. I'm backstage getting ready. I know that there have been others pretending to be me. Even a man thought he could fill my boots and suit. Of the eight others, he was actually my favorite, wearing his version of a cat suit. But to me, the man was also grotesque. He presented zero feline qualities. The lights have gone down. Finally, it's my turn. A joker leaves the stage. His act involved spastic flashing lights. He thought they would work towards his advantage, but the wacky light show was his undoing. The heavy-footed portrayal of Joaquin's Joker dance down the Joker stairs was a disaster. The stairs themselves were beautifully built. There was even smashed bits of chewing gum embedded in the stairs, the faux concrete. But flashing lights and stairs aren't for amateurs. My music has begun. I've chosen Danny Elfman's original score. I'm going for an authentic B2 vibe. The curtains part. They're purple, of course. 
But when I walk through, my purple-black cat suit that's stitched exactly like Michelle Pfeiffer's costume catches the audience's attention. If it weren't for Elfman, you could hear a pin drop. That's how gorgeous I look. That's how sexy I feel. Utterly stunning. I can't help it. But really, I don't care about the audience. It's the men sitting at the judges' table. They look uncomfortable. Slowly, I walk towards my super panel of men, and as I approach, I smell a sweaty human standing at stage left. He waves to the audience, and they cheer for him, distracted from me. I growl low in my throat. The man's t-shirt and jeans are purple, so he's following the theme, but his clothes reek of cologne and sweat. He's on a keto diet, and he disgusts me. Plus, how dare he interrupt my performance? I clench my jaw, my fangs cut into my lower lip. The urge to bite this man, claw him until he begs me to stop, is nearly undeniable. But I must be on good behavior here. The men I want are watching. Slovenly Simon Cowell bows forgiveness towards me, then takes his seat. Then he has the audacity to give me the go-ahead to continue sign. I look towards the orchestra pit, because of course it's a full orchestra playing Elfman's music, but I drag my finger across my throat, and the conductor silences his musicians. Suddenly, my instincts tell me this is not the time for silliness. Again, I approach the judge's table. I look at the men, Superman, Thor, and Aquaman. It's Aquaman's gaze who nearly makes my knees give out. I feel weak in the tail. I pounce onto the judge's table and rub my cheek against Superman's cheek. He places a hand at the base of my spine and then strokes my tail. It's real, by the way, my tail. And when we make eye contact again, I can see the realization as it hits his beautiful blues. In that moment, he knows that I know that he knows I'm the real deal. On my hands and knees, I continue on, cat-like, to Thor. He is the only one who has taken a sip from his water glass, and so I do too. I help myself to his water, lapping delicately in true cat-like fashion. Then, playfully, I paw at the glass until it falls from the table and shatters into a million pieces onto the stage floor. Thor smiles, chuckles appreciatively. His eyes dance as they rove my body. I can tell that he's a man who enjoys latex. He gives my small rump a playful smack and if there was room beneath my suit, I know my skin would have erupted in goosebumps. We both see the way that my nipples have hardened, though, and for now, 
That will have to do. Next, I crawl to Aquaman. The smells of the ocean, a briny musk that makes me salivate for several reasons. I lick my fangs and lean in close. Meow, I say. And before the crowd erupts in their cheers, I hear the subtle race of Aquaman's heart. As images flash in my mind, they are quite raunchy, and nearly all are of me on my knees, sucking this man's cock. And now all three men's hearts begin to race, as though they've seen the images too. But now I frown. My claws extend, scratch long grooves into the judge's table. I make my way toward the human, the slob in t-shirt and jeans. I smell the air around him tentatively. Everything in me resists this man's faux charm. Why the audience loves him, I'll never understand. My stomach tightens. I feel sick. I lurch. Hack. Want to turn away so the others don't see me, but before I can help myself, up comes a hairball. It's purple and sopping wet. The audience laughs, but I hiss disgust at Simon, then leap from the judge's table. I must finish my routine. Show the three whom I've always loved one of my favorite talents. On cue, my whip is lowered down from the catwalk above. I snatch it from the wire and give the whip a few practice flicks. The resulting cracks cause the audience to scream joyously. Finally, they make me smile. I want to show them now, too. Them and the men before me. I want to have a litter of babies from each one. And by the looks in their eyes, they desire me, too. Three doors open in the stage floor. Hatches that I'd requested be built to reveal my finale. Three motors run beneath the stage, and then three platforms rise, revealing three mannequins. The mannequins are lifelike replicas of my partner-turned-nemesis, the penguin. Another man, if you can call him that, whom I loathe. The audience grows silent. Their anticipation is palpable as mine. I smile. I am Catwoman. Hear me roar. With three lashes of my whip, all three penguins lose their heads. They each fall and roll on the stage floor. The Klieg lights illuminate their movements until they still. I'm thrilled, proud by the sound of the audience. The noise vibrates through my sensitive muscles and bones. I smile when my three judges rise to their feet to join in the applause. I will have them soon. I feel their welcome. I feel their desire, their lust for me. I've always wanted to run with this pack, these real supermen. And I've mourned Batman long enough. Now it's my time, and I'm feeling frisky. It's time to indulge. But one man hasn't risen from his chair. 
A snarl curls my lips. I don't want to hear his voice. I'm done smelling his talentlessness, his ineptitude, his powerlessness. I flick my tail back and forth and flash my fangs. I crack my whip one last time. Simon's face contorts. I hiss at his sudden scream. His ear slides into his hand. His horror is my pleasure. In true feline grace, I bow and exit the stage. There you go. There's my dream. <laughs> I guess I was Catwoman. <laughs> oh, God. Fan fiction is so much fun. But when you can actually, like, dream about being a superhero, and then, like, in my world, my universe, my superverse, whew, it gets, well, wait for it, perverse, I guess. <laughs> You know, superheroes are spectacular beings, right? Practically perfect in every way, each having one, you know, major flaw. But those flaws really don't ever affect me in my dream time. Um, and again, though I tell myself repeatedly, I am done watching superhero movies. I have superhero fatigue my body never listens. Um, you know, uh, and in this dream, uh, my, my, it revealed that, or it alluded to like this greater attraction to Aquaman. Um, and just FYI, my actual favorite superhero will always be, uh, Superman. Um, and to be the desire of such a powerful being has always turned me on. Uh, but it's more than like a physical thing. You know, of course, there's like massive lust. Um, there's this desire that I have to hold that power, that sort of indestructibleness to my breast, because that's where my power lies um, in my ability to soothe and and satisfy as as much as I desire to be protected and kept safe from villains and bad guys and stuff um so is he in my fantasies so is whoever the superhero is usually it's superman I've dreamt of him many times um in fact I've had many um breeding themed dreams and I'm thinking of one breeding dream that I had actually starring again my three these are my three favorites they're Superman Thor and Aquaman probably in that order um, and I'll have to I'll have to read that dream to you as well there was a lot involved in that one but basically it was me um, needing to mother a child from each of them, to birth a child from each of them in order to <laughs> save the world, of course. <laughs> oh, I, I, <laughs> that's, it's just fun for me. It's, it's definitely um, my playful side kind of coming out here. But the powerfulness, the cockiness, the confidence, like that feline confidence, that is something that 
I feel every now and again. Um, and I would love to just walk around the earth with that constantly. <laughs> that there's nothing like a feline confidence, you know. Cats, if you think about it, cats can fuck you up. <laughs> Even our little, our little domesticated house cats, right? If they want to get you, they'll get you even with the slightest little touch of their claw. They draw blood and it freaking stings for, you know, at least the rest of the day, if not the second day. So there's a powerfulness within cats that I I think I have always kind of related to, um, even though I think like my best friend would be a dog, not necessarily a cat. I myself physically relate better to cats, um, you know, fangs and the hissing and the growling and the clawing, even the arching of the back. Like cats are fucking sexy, right? And let's, you know, the obvious, who is your favorite cat woman? If it's anyone other than Michelle Pfeiffer, <laughs> I don't know if we can be friends. No, of course we can. Because all all people, anyone who portrays themselves as cat woman uh, is automatically hot and sexy and awesome. And we can be friends no matter what your sex, no matter, no matter what your gender, body type, shape, anything. If you are portraying Catwoman, you're fucking hot. So <laughs> yes, embody that. Uh, I love that. Um, it turns me on. I've never, I've never dressed in a cat suit. You know, I wear yoga pants, but that's as close as I ever get. <laughs> so maybe that should be something I do. Um, that's fun. So yeah, a few things kind of come out in this, in the, uh, came out in this dream for me. It was that, that feline confidence that I love. Um, and it's, you know, kind of showing off in front of three super fucking hot, um, superheroes who, that I've always loved. Um, you know, just from their their powers that they have to obviously their physical attributes like that. Like, can I just fetishize masculinity real quick uh, through the physical power and the perfection of their flesh? Um, that's that's great. No wonder I'm into Brazilian jiu-jitsu. <laughs> no wonder I'm a, uh, what do you call it, a, a mat rat? <laughs> I like watching people roll around on mats. Um uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I've that was a very powerful time in my life. Whenever I was practicing jujitsu, playing at it, uh, rolled around with quite a few boys. That was fun. Good times. Um, you know, we all grew up with superheroes, right? No wonder they're embedded in my psyche. <laughs> you know, first I think in my youth it was like Spider Man, right? Like he's this high school kid, and I think I really was like he was the best but then I became a woman and Superman was it <laughs> and Batman you know I'm sorry to all fans of Batman but he was dead and he is not really a superhero he's just a dude with a lot of money and you know he's smart and I'm not going to minimize that because that turns me on too um but it's there's he can die and Superman basically can't right um and then you've got your Thor and your Aquaman. Oh, my God. Don't get me. <laughs> I think I need to excuse myself. <laughs> Big Daddy, where are you? Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I just I have fun. It's a little cheeky fun whenever I have superhero dreams. And 
again, if you're sick of the superhero stuff, think about why. Why are you sick of it? I, you know, for me, it's, it just felt like it's so repetitive. We've already seen all these things. So I think so, that's why it works in my dreams whenever they, they creep in because um, then I put my twist on them and they're not, it's just not repetitive anymore. It's, it's whatever inner desires and lusts that I've got kind of subconsciously rolling around that kind of tend to play out. And, um, you know, I don't know. This one was fun. It just felt good to just crawl up on that judge's table and just tease, really. That's and and the potential for what would happen after. You know, potential is oftentimes more powerful than the actual fruition of things. Like in this case, it would it was the potential for sex, right? Um, that I have found within myself, and maybe you can relate to that. Um, you just it builds up, and it's it's so sweet and and powerful and big um, that to actually maybe have dreamed of, you know, genital sex would have taken away from that. So I love to play with the potential of sex, the lead up to it, the, the, the drawing in uh, and pulling of other characters that are involved in the dreams. That's fun for me. Um, Maybe that's a girl thing. I don't know. Guys, do you feel that too? The 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 teasing, the flirting, the the potential beforehand. How powerful is that? Can you just be satisfied with that part of it? Do you have to and that's not just for guys right now, but do you have to finish quote? <laughs> do you have to orgasm? Mm, I don't know. I think potential is fucking sweet sometimes and that can just let you uh simmer for a while, right? That's fun. Simmer on it. Um, All right. Well, I think that's all I've got for you today. I hope you guys enjoyed my little superhero dream. I've got another one. I will find it. I actually have a couple um, that I can immediately think of. Do we want to go with the Incredible Hulk or do we want to go with my breeding dream that I had involving Superman, Thor, and Aquaman. Hmm, I don't know. <laughs> maybe you can let me know and I'll, whoever, whichever one gets the most votes, maybe <laughs> that's the one I'll pick. <sighs> all right, you guys, that's all I have for you today. Remember, if you would like to support the show too, please go to Audible and search Rose Caraway. I've got a bajillion audiobooks out there. They're all mostly anthologies, meaning just packed with um, different kinds of stories. In fact, if you would like a little superhero story um, with some sweet spandex and maybe a little bit of rope, I've got an anthology that I actually edited and narrated, um, published by Cleus Press, and it's called The Sexy Librarian's Big Book of Erotica. If you have not listened to that one yet, That was my very first anthology that I ever edited and um, had published, Uh, and that was a ton of fun. In that anthology, the superhero is a woman named 
shibari girl. So she's, she's, yeah, her superpowers are shibari. So it's fun. Um, so yeah, get that audiobook and then also tell your friends, leave us a review because, you know, it's so easy to not do a review, to not just give it four stars, five stars, however many stars you think I deserve. Um, it's easy to do. You listened to it, you're done, you're humming, you're ready to move on. But just take a second and think about all the work that went into that production from the authors who wrote each one of those stories to their seeing the call that I put out to us making that painstaking process of selecting which stories got to make it into a book and then the editing and then the audio production and, you know, Big Daddy's portion of all that. And then, oh my God, like there's so many hours of work and passion that went into uh, each one of those audiobooks that we've done. So, you know, your part in all of that would be buying one, obviously, to support the show, but then also leaving a review because that is the most effective way, um, the most passively effective way to find more lurid listeners like you guys. Write in your reviews what you really liked about whichever anthology you've listened to, or even my show here, the KMQ. Um, I, you know, tell your friends and your partners um, I, we want nothing here but to have a good time between adults. And, you know, sometimes it's fun, tongue-in-cheek superhero stories. Sometimes it's sweet little romances. And sometimes it's dark and mysterious. Um, and, you know, I, I, I just want us to all have a good time and to reach as wide-ranging an audience as I can. You know, we've been doing this since 2011, if you can believe that. <laughs> and there's still people who haven't heard of us. So do your part. <laughs> Leave a review and spread the word. Tell them how much fun you have. Um, no judgment, just a good time by all of us, right? Yeah. All right, you guys. I hope you have a fantastic week and that you're putting all the good vibes forward. All right, you guys. Love ya. See you soon. Stupid fish.